Hey, you nerds. Welcome back to episode 8 of No Country for Pop Culture. I'm Rico Moore with... Liz Graham. Hey, and we are just getting out of the Joker. We didn't say it open tonight. We're out of town, and but we're fresh out in a car, so sorry about the acoustics or the sound, but we just want to give our fresh review of the Joker. And so, uh, just start with you, Liz. What's your initial response walking out of the theater? The, um... That it was, it's a lame review, but it was very tense. The entire movie had like this underlying um, intensity to it, which I expected going into it. Um, like we've said before, my background is not in comic books, so I know the basic um, things about the Joker from the old Adam West TV series, <laughs> and then. Um, like the Michael Keaton movies. I can't remember which one had Joker in it. Which Jack Nicholson. Okay. Was Michael Keaton Batman for it? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, I remember that, but I don't know a whole lot. So it was cool to see his origin story. I don't know how close it, it linked to the comic books, but um, as I asked you walking in, I was worried. I was like, okay, what do I need to know going in? And you assured me that I didn't need to know anything. It was an origin story. Um, and I would agree that you don't have to be a comic book person to go and enjoy this. There were a couple things that helped to know, um, to know that Bruce Wayne's dad was named Thomas Wayne, because when that name first came up, if I didn't know that, I might not have caught on as quickly as I did who they were talking about, but, um, yeah, I don't think you have to have any comic book knowledge to go see it, and it was a good ride, but it was intense. What'd you think? Oh, yes, I, I was not disappointed, um, Again, if you see the title, it's spoiler-free, and uh, so we'll do our best to keep it that way. But uh, just in case you do want to see, or maybe if you don't, but you want to just hear about the Joker. Uh, for those who are interested in seeing it, but you're maybe a novice to that world, because MCU, Marvel Universe, has been dominating for the past decade. Uh, what I like about what DC has done with this one is that they say, you know what, forget it. We're not going to try this. DC Cinematic Universe. Uh, we tried it and it didn't work. Uh, I know they have Wonder Woman coming out and they had a successful Aquaman, but this Joker is not tied into that cinematic universe. It would be considered an else world or a different reality. Um, so keep that in mind and keep that in mind also that this is not the Marvel Cinematic Universe where you're going to have superhero tights and special effects throughout and a good old time. This is a DC movie, which I do like the liberty that they have, since they're not under the thumb of Disney, they can have free reign and making rated R movies. And I know that you've had Deadpool, which was, you know, before Sony, I'm mean, not Sony, Fox, I'm sorry. And we're not sure what Disney's going to do with the character of Deadpool. They're going to try to keep it <laughs> rated R or whatnot. But anyhow, and you know me, I'm a big Marvel fan. I am. I love comics in general but I love the way the directions of this Joker movie and leading up to it I think even when they first announced Joaquin Phoenix was going to be the, the role I knew he would take it and run with it that was no issue whatsoever and then when it's supposed to rated R we know that we could have a a you know, free for all origin story and the rated R I don't want it to scare people away um, I can see why it should be rated R, but it's not the rated R like Deadpool, where they just drew F-bombs just for anything and just no, crude humor. there were a couple of 
couple of F-bombs, a couple, you know, as you call them, pepper words. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a couple of, I was going to say gory scenes, but I wouldn't say they're even too gory. Um, they, they showed a lot of restraint with um, the blood scenes. Um, I closed my eyes because I'm a weenie, but um, I wouldn't, I mean, it's definitely not for kids, but um, I think they showed a lot of restraint with that. Yes, no gratuitous language or violence, and it was gritty, real world. Uh, so appreciate that also. The Again, coming into it, there was that, uh, they got kind of a roadblock where a lot of people were upset, believing that the, the, the director, Todd Phillips, his, his uh, creation was portraying mentally ill people in a bad light saying, you know what, only if you're mentally ill, you are a murderer or a potential murderer or a mass murderer, if you would say, and um, trepidation with that. Um, but I think if you go into this, he does suffer um, for a lot of things. I don't want to give too much away, but the issue, and I, I will say one part, and uh, a scene where the Joker, uh, he, before he becomes, I guess, embraces the Joker, uh, speaks to this person in mental hospital and asks him, hey, are all the people here murderers and killers? And the guy responds, some are. Some are just here because they are harmed to themselves or their families. And some are just, they have no place to go. And I really like how the, the commentary is, yes, there's a lot of people who are mentally ill. But it shows also how many people are who are not being taken care of or being forgotten in the system, which um, paints a lot on that. And again, a lot of political or just the social climate that we have here. Uh, just the rich are rich and the poor are poor. And so a lot of, a lot of different uh, messages throughout. Um, anything you want? I, I'd say that. I was going to say, I don't know how to add to it without giving anything. Away. It was um, my background's theater, so I wasn't sure if it was gonna be more of like like Wicked, where you learn how the Wicked Witch of the West got her origin. Um, it was it wasn't quite like that. It was interesting to see how the Joker got a following. It kind of gave the people who support the Joker, um, I guess, more of a leg to stand on because you saw how it all started. And how people were supporting him, maybe right or wrong, but it it was interesting to see that backstory and and why so many people were behind what he was doing. Yeah, and I tell you another thing. Also, please, uh, you go watch the Marvel movie. Bam! You got you know even an origin story. Um, you you have a lot of action. This is not action. You see, because no. Joker he he doesn't have superpower. He doesn't you know punch boom and all that kind of stuff you know you see he is pretty much the first scene he is the joker throughout yeah. you know uh, so please don't go in there thinking he's going to show up first scene well he does actually have makeup on the first <laughs> scene but it's it's i wouldn't even see a slow if you're looking for action and him going full-blown joker then it's going to be a slow burn yeah uh, but something that you know again I'd gladly watch over and over again because just to see the the not only the the brilliance and how of course if you know Joaquin Phoenix he's going to dive into this character 
and but also Todd Phillips direction and the cinematography was yeah, just I just beautiful. marveled yeah uh, just so many different shots and Liz and I we do like filming and we like learning a lot of things and we are just have a I wouldn't say our connoisseur or I but we those things don't go unnoticed by us so we really appreciate that uh, we're going and we're back so we left off talking about the cinematography how we did love the and appreciated the the color scheme the yeah all the just the different shots um when you said that it, i didn't think to mention this before but there was one shot where um he's walking out on stage to do his comedy set and i really like how the camera was right with him um it made you feel like you were walking right beside him it kind of made me feel nervous I, I kind of felt the same nerves that he was feeling going out on stage the first time um, I appreciate I really liked that I liked that feeling yeah and I was just thinking about when you mentioned earlier uh, the other jokers Jack Nicholson and of course there's always that comparison who's the best joker on screen we had Jack Nicholson, which at that time people thought, oh, he just nailed it. Um, 1985, I think Batman, directed by Tim Burton back then. And then along came Heath Ledger's Joker, which, you know, he was kind of a, he wasn't that big giant name. But I know people were like, why him? You know, he's not going to ever top um, Jack Nicholson. And he just blew it out of the water as well. Right. Um, did you see that one, right? Cesar Romero. Well, yeah, they did have the <laughs> Batman movie, uh, so I guess he counts. He said I, I was in a movie, uh, but those he was um, in the campy nineteen fifties or sixties Batman. Yeah. yeah, but I did. I've seen I've seen all of them. I've seen um, Jack Nicholson's Joker. I saw Heath Ledger's Joker, and now this one. And I feel like they all three stand on their own. I don't feel like any of them were trying to imitate the other. I, I feel like they took it and made it their own um and uh so again she has not seen suicide squad which is all right and yeah. a lot of people would say well you didn't miss anything because there was jared leto's joker as well and that got a really mixed reviews uh does uh there was reshoots of the movie uh, a lot of his scenes were cut out and, and that was one of the uh main draws not only the introduction of Holly, harley quinn the Joker's main love interest, uh, based on like animated series um, Batman by Bruce Timm, and also the comics, but seeing what Jared Leto could do, because you know, again, a lot of people, uh, you know, weighed in on that, say Jared Leto, and there's no way because Heath Ledger, how can you top Heath Ledger? And you know, Heath Ledger, you know, he did um, have that unfortunate, unfortunate passing as well, so uh, you had that kind of buzz going into the Dark Knight, and on top of Christopher Nolan's vision and um, of the preceding movie Batman Begins. So you had all that. Uh, Jerry Leto's, I'll save the time. His was a, a new take. It was definitely a quite different. He looked like a, 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 a juggalo. I think that's from the Insane Clown Posse, <laughs> which I know of them. I didn't listen to them, Liz, but he had that kind of take on it. Uh, gangster. Uh, tattooed and all that kind of stuff. So you had those four Jokers. I think no one really had a problem with Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, just of his body of work. He's not mainstream. Uh, so I think this definitely puts him in the 
forefront that you know a lot of people don't know who he is now for those who maybe have not seen or heard of him. Well, and a lot of his past roles tend to be kind of dark or edgy or the characters, characters that he plays tends to be um, just a little bit off. Yes. Um, thinking about the movie Her. Um, that's, that's the main one that came to my mind. But I feel like he, he was a great choice for it and this wasn't, the Joker role wasn't a huge stretch for his body of work. I feel like it fell in with what he does well. But I didn't feel like it was a copy of Heath Ledger. Um, I felt like they were very different, even though they were both still really dark takes on the Joker. Yes, and you know, I think going back to the first one, well, the first one I say is not Cesar Romero, no disrespect towards him. <laughs> uh, but the Jack Nicholson, if you did watch that one, and those who didn't, I'm going to tell you the origin of Joker in that one, so you might want to just, you know, skip ahead or something like that or just uh, mute it or let someone else hear it. And that one, Jack Nicholson plays Jack Napier, uh, who was just a underling in a mob mob uh, boss type of thing. Uh, he was already kind of off his kilter. Um, but then, of course, he falls into Nevada chemicals because of escaping from Batman, and that pushes him in the head where he just becomes, like, nihilistic. Uh, fun Joker kind of thing. Um, Jack Nixon did a great job on that. Uh, Heath Ledger's Joker, though, again, if you, I'm going to explain or my take on the origins or the way they did it, so if you haven't seen any of these and you don't care, then continue listening. Uh, when you see Heath Ledger's Joker, he was more of a, an, and like he said in the movie, anarchist. You know, he was just there. He, he was like, remember the dog chasing the car? You know, just because he just does things. And he had that aura of mystery because he pops up. You don't know his true origin. Uh, when you think he d you do, he tells you another story, another story. But he was, um, again, a great method actor. Um, then, But again, with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, you see how he becomes a Joker. Where the other previous Jokers, exception again, Jack Napier or Jack Nicholson's character which was, you know, a very short, brief origin. Heath Ledger, you don't know how he became the Joker. They just are. Yeah. And same with Jared Leto. Uh, he just shows up as the Joker. And with that one, you know, I guess they did, you know, I'm going to say they did their homework and studying, but to have the option of... They had to become Joker off-screen and channel that where Joaquin Phoenix, he got to live and you see him being transformed uh, you carry that journey with him and which uh, going back to a great Alan Moore uh, book The Killing Joke which kind of is an Elseworld also doesn't tie into the mainstream DC comics uh, alternate version of, of the Joker and in that one you see his origin but his, his uh, quote in that one Liz was that all all, you, all it takes is one bad day. And that was echoed in this movie also, that he just really had a bad day. Because he even says that at one point yeah. when he's talking, at the very beginning, I think, right? When yeah. he's talking to the social worker, mm -hmm. that he's just had a bad day. Yes. And so you see that transformation. And I think the world that um, Todd Phillips created, not only the 80s backdrop, uh, the climate at that time, it's almost, almost like ours. Uh, a lot of social protests and 
this is more so of how, and if you see Gotham um, City, uh, you see why Gotham is the way it is also. Um, why you have so much criminal activity and so much hatred and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's what I was saying earlier with knowing all of that, you see why people kind of backed the Joker because he was standing up yes. with a little guy and you, you see that. And before, um, before my, at least my take on it is like, who could ever back the Joker? Obviously he's crazy. Obviously he's insane. That's awful. He's killing. But this really kind of gave them more of a human side and you were able to see that it really did start by sticking up for the little guy. Yeah. I know, and, and his take on it also, because again, J Joker is insane. He, he, he is nihilistic. He uh, does whatever he wants to do. And, um, you know, where you could... Uh, Heath Ledger, not Heath Ledger's, but um, Jerry Leto's Joker, you could see him just mowing down anybody. It doesn't matter. Uh, Heath Ledger was more of, again... I think he chose. He had a little bit more um, sanity, I guess you could say, restraint. And the thing about Joaquin Phoenix is one scene again. You see how he's abandoned all reason, but he still has a little understanding. I don't want to give it away, but uh, towards the end, yeah. uh, his his little friend, I would say, yeah. you know, where you thought you didn't know what, you know, uh, and well, you really took you along for the ride because. At, towards the middle, you didn't know what was real and what was fake either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you didn't know what you were seeing through the camera's eyes and what you were seeing through Joker's eyes. Yeah. And you kind of understood how his life is, mm -hmm. that you're not quite sure what's real and what's not. Yeah. And uh, and again, this is infant stage with a Joker, so, but again... Um, I want to say there's a, a book I read, a philosopher of Batman. One person described the Joker as someone who uh, he is, he's ultra sane. That he has gone where he creates himself or reimagines himself every single day. You know, there's not picking up where he left off. So you, that's the predictability of he of uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. You know, and I was talking about not the. Um, Again, we're trying to stay spoiler-free. Uh, she alluded to sometimes you don't know what he, if we're seeing through his eyes or the camera's eyes because sometimes it is it blurs the line of reality for the viewers. Um, but um, I will say one thing: I'm talking about his the friend who couldn't who needed help leaving. Yes. Because something was yes. too high. That was like you didn't know if he was going to. You didn't know what he's going to do, and then when he does what he does you kind of like okay I can see that and I can still see it going a different way if he meets him again right you know yeah um, and I think that's that's where that like underlying intensity yeah, came yeah. from uh, you just weren't quite sure sometimes he acted very sane yeah. and other times he was completely unhinged and they could be completely back to back yeah. and you just didn't know what was going to happen yeah and I think, you know, like, for instance, in the comic version, there was a Joker. He just went to the hospital and killed all the newborns. Um, I think it was the explosives. And so would this Joker do the same thing? I couldn't tell you now. Um, but because you see, because uh, that's comic book. Um, again, 
And I know this is a comic book movie, but they kind of separate themselves yeah, from that also. There's, there's certain things you can get away with in a comic book yeah. that you really couldn't yeah. do in a movie. Yeah. I think it would upset yeah. too many people. Yeah. So this Joker is free, but I don't really see him just waking up and saying, you know what, I'm going to go into a hospital and just blow up the children's yeah. ward just because life has no meaning or life's a, you know, comedy but again, sort of thing. you never know. Yeah, maybe later on. But at this stage, because again, and um, Liz had mentioned, uh, how would anyone want to follow someone like this? And you watch the movie, you can see how some people would support the Joker and, and, and have that following. So it made me think about if and when they introduced the Batman. Um, because, you know, in, in the comics, the origin of Batman, he, he says, you know what, I'm going to dress like a bat because it, it, I'm going to. That's something I was afraid of, and I want the criminals to be afraid also. But you know what? At the end of the day, you know, they still know it's a guy dressed in the costume, you know? So I think the other aspect of, of why he dresses up is, like, when you watch the movie and see how how violent that world is going to be, um, how anarchist and how... Uh, deadly that world is it's not a matter of just you know dressing to dressing like a bat to scare them but dressing like a bat because you know to be a part of them does that make sense yeah like I, I'm 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 gonna be just like you to the point you know um, that's that's my take on that I was just thinking about um, how Batman's gonna come out hey I'm gonna wear a costume and you know yeah it's more cause same thing Bruce Wayne had a bad day. Same thing. Yeah. You know? That's true. I but thought he, about it yeah, that way. He, it took one bad day, but he crossed a, a certain... He is not going to cross a certain line. They both have bad days. And I think Joker, I think he loves that. He doesn't... And, you know, some people think that Joker really knows who Batman is, but he just doesn't care, you know? And which, you know... Like, even in The Dark Knight, Heath Ledger's Joker knew, like, the possibility that someone's going to come forward to reveal who Batman was, was, I don't want to know. Yeah. You know? And, um... So, yeah, there'd be an interesting dynamic. And I've talked about how... What do you think if they have a sequel? I mean, should they have a sequel? I mean, you just run the risk of the sequel not being as good, but they definitely left it open where it could easily have you know a sequel or even be a trilogy um and again I think if they kept Joaquin it it could be really good but I don't I don't know I don't know I guess yeah it'd be I'd like to see what happens next or maybe if they jump 10 years into the future um yeah to see what you know what's gonna happen after Joker's had some time to be the Joker and again, the, 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 the interesting part also, because if you're a savvy listener, you heard Thomas Wayne mentioned in there. So those who are savvy, wait a minute, if Thomas Wayne is in the movie, therefore that means he's still alive. That means such and such. And that, that, that has you know, been brought up between both of us also to have a Batman Joaquin Phoenix is old. He's, he's, he's you know, mid, like mid-40s, yeah. Yes, yeah, in the movie, so to have... That's super old, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's going to be... Bruce is going to have to be 
aged up 20 years it's going to put him in the 60s so some have said maybe that's not the actual joker maybe he's going to spawn another joker Ooh, maybe it's like in the princess bride when you have the dread pirate roberts yes and it's, ah. you just pass on the title mm-hmm. could be like that it could be and i guess ultimately it doesn't matter what we want it's going to be box office yeah <laughs> you know of course they already broke the record for october opening for a rated r movie um i think last it was like 93 million it's gonna you know um they gotta take in consideration how much money it's gonna bring and how uh, offset the cost of them promoting the movie and usually typically rated R movies have a lower budget um, but you know this one had a higher budget because again they had to make the city look like 1980s yeah you know and, and you can't did. yeah um, but don't know where they shot or anything like that uh, so a couple of things if you have a sequel you're going to have to solve the problem at what age is it going to be the well Joaquin Phoenix has said over and over he wants to do a sequel so that means if you put a Batman you're going to have to jump up um, a a lot of years and so that means you're going to have to age the Joker or Joaquin might say you know what I don't I don't want the Batman in it I want another movie where I'm you know there's no Batman yet so that's a possibility but would people want you know to see another one without uh, Batman, and then you run into the problem. You do have a Batman. You're gonna have someone who's gonna be on par with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, and I don't know who uh, who they'd pick. Yeah, again, we talked about um, Robert Pattinson, who's gonna be in Matt Reeves' The Batman. Start shooting next year. They could kind of say, okay, you know what? We're gonna blend the two somehow. But again, can Robert Pattinson stand toe to Joaquin Phoenix? And then again. We were just invested for an hour and a half of just seeing Joaquin Phoenix. How can you split right, exactly. the time? Um, again, you know, Heath Ledger stole the show. You know, Christian Bale took a back seat to him in that one. But uh, we're going to stop there. Um, we appreciate you listening. Uh, and uh, that's our take on the Joker. I know we're away for over a month. Uh, we had a lot of things to do at, um, at school for both of us. Hopefully we'll be back very soon. We want to try to do a... A good place podcast weekly we did see the second episode yesterday i say that now so we can maybe be honest about it stay on <laughs> that so look for a a good place podcast maybe we'll do that weekly yeah that way we have good. something good uh to do each week uh thank you and treat each other nicely be aware of everyone and again um it does shine a light on mental illness and we say also that you know if anyone if you do suffer from that and definitely we want you to go talk to someone find someone because um that's something that is very unnoticeable and we can pass by people day by day not know what kind of torment they're going through mentally so um please we ask you to go find help um the best you can find someone you can talk to you trust and find the professional medical help that you can have all right thank you guys peace